So they are heading. T- they're driving to the Winchester. Um, Ed is fucking hitting everything in his path. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Dave- this is where I, I contend that he's trying to hit people. Oh, 100%. Because oh, yeah. You, you see these little flashes of psychopathy like earlier on. Like yes. he's not phased at all by the bludgeoning or the bloodshed. They don't show it directly, but every time he hits someone, there's like a there's a little smirk or a little smile on oh. his face. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, this, this is like uh, GTA for him. I mean, like, he, <laughs> yeah. he's, totally, he's totally enjoying himself. And real quick, to the previous scene, when they're coming out to get in the car, this is when Ed's, you know, he screeches up and he jumps out of the car and he drops that very inappropriate phrase um you know it's very it's just bad it's just wrong it never should have been in the movie um so yeah so uh, he's hitting that's hitting fucking everything david's in the back whining about the winchester because he's such a little bitch um you know philip he knows he's dying uh he doesn't know he's going to turn into a zombie but he knows he's dying so he wants to come clean or just be honest with sean and he you know, tells him about how he, he he tried to help him grow up tough because he knew it was tough because he lost his dad when he was young, and you know he just tried to make him a strong boy, uh, and that's why he treated him the way he did. But he always loved him, and you know Sean knows that in the end he he knows that, uh, and you know Philip gets those words out and he dies. Uh, so you know Sean is distraught by this. He knows he has to tell his mom that Philip is gone. Um, Ed's being a dick. <laughs> You know, he uh, he screams at Ed to stop the car. Ed doesn't at first, but finally does because he knows. And another bit of trivia about this. Anybody know? Mm. No? All right. So, Sean slams on Ed's shoulder three times in this scene. And he's really hitting Nick Frost so hard that he had to go to the hospital. <laughs> he didn't break any bones. He didn't break any bones, but he bruised a bone. On, oh, on wow. Nick Frost's shoulder from hitting him so hard. Okay? Oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. So um, he stops, uh, you know, and just screams that, no, everything everything is not all right. And he tells his mom that Philip is gone. <laughs> all right, Barbara turns around and sees Philip with his eyes open and says, no, he's not. He's fine. He's right there. <laughs> and then we cut to Philip, and he's a fucking zombie. <laughs> so, you know, they're stopped in the middle of the street. And that, that's also funny when 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 Sean asks Ed to stop, he's going so fast he hits the brakes and he cuts the wheel and they do a three sixty, and he just goes whoa, mama! <laughs> they stop the car. And I love the way he says that, because um, I've probably done that in my youth. I probably said that exact thing, doing that exact thing in my younger days. Um, so you know now they're now in the car with Philip as a zombie, and the fucking child locks are on. <laughs> <laughs> so they can't get out of the jag and of course ed gets out and he doesn't do anything because he's oblivious <laughs> so they finally get out of the car but they they close the door and all the weapons are in the car yeah <laughs> i'm like weapons. wouldn't it just been easier to kick him out of the car than yeah, <laughs> no, exactly car. exactly you know when somebody says Should we get the weapons and like do you want to go in there <laughs> You know, so yeah, so now they're out in the open with zombies approaching and no weapons, but they know they have to leave. And yeah, Sean's trying to calm his mom down, telling him, you know, he's not, he's not, you know, he's he's not my father, but not in the normal way. He's not my father because he's not even your husband. He's a, he, he, he. There's nothing left of him, you know, that was. Just as he turns the loud music off, <laughs> and they look at each other like, ah, oh, shit, and you know. Um, and that's really your off. first clue that, you know, these zombies have a semblance of their prior personality. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that was Absolutely. a really good, good Comes moment. into play later. I'll also yeah. say I relate this to uh, Ed in that scene where he stops the car because my first car, uh, my, my dad bought it for me for $1,200 and the tires were completely bald. So when I would drive ah. in the rain, I oh, took man. a girl out on a date and I picked her up in this car and uh, it was raining. We were going down this, this pretty busy road. And uh, as soon as I started to press the brakes, that car started to spin around. So uh. we, we we spun a couple of times. And it was like time slowed down, you know. And like she's looking at me with fear in her eyes. And we're spinning, we're spinning. We cross the median. We end up facing the other direction. And I just put it back into first gear and started driving again. Like nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I meant to do that. Yeah, you know, it's all good. It's, it's all good. It's a right? U-turn. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That was planned all along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you it. Know, I, 
I will say about the the Philip's death scene, um, you know, as as hilarious as the movie is throughout, it also does uh, pull off somber yes. moments. I mean, especially later, we'll get into exactly. that. Exactly, the movie's tone uh, changes. Uh, but it's, it's uh, right. yeah, like I genuinely felt, you know, sadness in that scene. Oh yeah, and no, it, and but it's the perfect balance that they they pull off. Exactly, I agree because again, it just shows Edgar Wright and 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 Simon Pegg's ability to write. They can write serious yeah. and they can well, write and, comedy. and Billy Nye's acting yes, as well. True. You know, I very mean, true. it's in that scene for sure. Yeah, but I mean, it it definitely takes a darker turn later on. We'll obviously get to and yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's it's brilliant. Yep, 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 yep. I, I agree. Totally yeah, agree. that that I've always loved you, right? Like, yes, it hit him real yeah. hard because you know he, he obviously never heard him say that before. No. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. yeah. It goes I, it, because it goes it goes to Sean's changing as well. Previously, Sean was a vapid, shallow, you know, just lost individual, but he's mm-hmm. getting himself together. He doesn't even realize it yet, but so yeah, he he can he can appreciate and and he realizes that he loves Philip too. So yeah. Yes, Tim and Eric. That that's Tim and Eric. Good time. <laughs> I just realized that. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, Tim and Eric. Oh my mama, oh my mama. <laughs> that's another one that goes on in the house sometimes. Anyway. Oh god. Um, yeah. All right. So let, let's keep going here. Uh, so we are definitely coming to the climax. Things really start moving now. Like things start happening rapid fire in this movie. Because um, the cool thing about this is the movie's only an hour and forty minutes long, mm-hmm. and and it doesn't seem like they're cramming anything in. That's the best part of this. Um, and that quickly goes to uh, back to American Werewolf in London real quick. I love that movie so much, but when I was young and I saw it in the theaters, I never realized it. Um, I recorded it recently to watch it. It's only an hour and 27 minutes long. Wow. Mm-hmm. And they got a lot of stuff done in an hour and 27 minutes without it being crammed, you know, like just shoehorned in. Um, this movie mm-hmm. does the same thing. So a lot starts to happen now. So now they know they've got to walk uh, to the to the Winchester. They're close. They're walking through some alleys. Uh, not alley. It's it's a suburban neighborhood. So they're walking between the backyards of houses, sort of like an alleyway. Um, and you know, Sean at one point sees Snake Hips, who's referenced in uh, in in uh, Ed's story and yeah. his attempt to cheer him up. Uh, Snake Hips wears these uh, cowboy boots with. Uh, silver tips on him. Yeah, you know, Sean sees snake hips on his back and eaten by some zombies, so he knows it close. <laughs> and um, mm. they, <laughs> this is a great little quick scene. I absolutely love. They round a corner and Sean bumps into Yvonne again, and she is followed by five people, <laughs> just like he is followed <laughs> by five people. And you know they, they have the they have the usual how are you doing surviving <laughs> okay, uh, and then. <laughs> They, Yvonne proceeds to introduce the crew behind her, and they are mirror images of Sean's crew. <laughs> there is her boyfriend, played by Martin Freeman. Um, there is the David character. I, I don't remember his name. Um, there is the, um, the Diane character, who's played by uh, Tasman Gregg, who plays one of the main characters in, again, episodes, which I recommend everybody watch. Uh, she's mm. there. And then at the end is Matt Lucas, uh, he is from Doctor Who. Uh, he had a show in Britain called Little Britain, and then there was an HBO version called Little Britain America. It's a sketch show. Um, mm-hmm. So he, he was also part of the uh, the Spaced crew, I believe. So that's why he was in there. He's good friends with them. Um, and he was there. See, he played Ed. And they're dressed the same and, and everything. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just funny watching them walk by. They're crossing paths going in different directions, and they... <laughs> Just a mirror image. It was a great little, a, definitely a great little play. I, I absolutely loved it. Um, so <laughs> Sean, <laughs> Sean takes him through some backyards because uh, he knows the shortcuts. And, he, you know, <laughs> and, you know he, he says, all right, it's just over that way, over those fences. And, you know, David's like, well, we're going to jump over this, jump over those fences or whatever. And Sean's like, what's the matter, David? You've never taken a shortcut. And the best part about this is this is a foreshadowing, but not yeah. for this movie. It's for the next movie, Hot Fuzz. Yep. <laughs> Sean tries to jump over, and he just crashes through the fence <laughs> um, and looks like an ass doing it. Um, in Hot Fuzz, that actually flip-flops because he does it flawlessly, and Ed crashes through the fence, or not Ed, but uh, 
you know, so uh, yeah, that's a that's a that's a stretch foreshadowing, but it happens. Um, uh, so they're in a backyard. Barbara, she's recognizing the neighborhood, um, and she thinks so and so and so and so. I don't remember their names. Live in the neighborhood. It's like uh, um, Ed or something. Yeah, something like oh, no, that. You're like right. Not Ed, um, yeah, Edgar or something like that. Yeah. Something I, I'm trying to remember, but um, you know, so she she says that, and you know, she sees she's in the backyard. She looks at a house that she seems to recognize. So, you know, the crew is moving along, and they're in the next backyard uh, when Sean realizes that Barbara's missing. You know, uh, and as he realizes this, he hears a scream, and now <laughs> Sean does like the best friggin' like parkour off a little kid trampoline jump over a fence you've ever seen. It's perfect it's flawless it's so great because his mom's in trouble so nothing is going to stop him from saving his mom um everything goes quiet you know the rest of the crew is worried they're calling his name and they don't hear anything and then suddenly sean and a zombie crash through the fence uh into this backyard that they're in um his mom barbara's following behind and uh you know they start fighting the zombie and (laughs) You know, they still don't really have a clue as to how to do it. Uh, you know, Liz gets in a pretty good shot with a chair, but it breaks. Um, you know, Ed and David are just standing in a corner. <laughs> Ed's looking at his phone. Like, they just don't give a fuck. Um, so the girls grab a, a uh, sort of, it's like a tether ball, but it's like a tennis tether ball uh, pole. Um, they throw it to Sean. <laughs> I wonder if it's the top from the one that Mary fell on. Yeah, it could have been. could have been. Um <laughs> You know, he starts, he goes, oh, great. He starts spinning the tennis ball around, and he hits the zombie in the head with a tennis ball with obvious results, right? And then Liz, Liz and Diane just look at him, and they make this stabbing motion. Err, err. <laughs> like, and then the light bulb, you almost see the light bulb go on over his yeah. head. He turns well, it around. He, he thought, like, oh, yes, this is badass. I'm going to swing yes. this thing around. <laughs> exactly. And then he tries it, and he looks at him, and he's like, this is rubbish. Like, this like is a fucking, fucking mace. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, and it, so so he turns it around, and he and he and he skewers the zombie right up against a tree. Bam! So the zombie's mm-hmm. traps, so they're good to go. Um, they they collect, you know, they collect themselves. They get together, and Sean says he is going to uh, scope out the place. That the Winchester is just over this fence. I'm just going to check, you know, to, to survey the land there. So uh, roll it, Joe. Okay, everyone just stay where they are. I'm going to check if the coast is clear. Is it clear? No. How many? Lots. Lots. Yeah, just the way he says it. Lots. He's, he's just wrecked. Um, yeah, the camera pans up at the end of that uh, clip and, and, and shows hundreds of zombies all over, right around, surrounding the Winchester. Um, so, you know, <laughs> Sean hears the guy against the zombie against the tree moan, and he gets an idea. And, um, you know, I guess he talks to Diane off camera. We don't see that. But uh, Diane, who's an actress who, who's done some acting, uh, she's going to, te- you know, teach them all how to be a zombie um, because they're going to act like zombies to stroll through the zombie crowd and get into the Winchester. So um, I felt it was important to play this clip, so we got another one right away. So, Joe, roll it. Right, that's all. Shake out, get nice and limber. Or not. Now, take another look at the way he moves. Remember, Diane, almost like sleepwalking. Look at the face. It's vacant with a hint of sadness. Drunk, he's lost a bed. Okay, let's try, shall we? Liz. Mm. Nice, good vocal work. Okay. Barbara, that's excellent. Sorry, dear, I was miles away. Dust? Uh. Come on. Uh. Okay, it's mournful, sorrowful, you dead and you ate it. Go. Uh. Much better. Ed. I'll do it on the night. This is the night. Mm. <laughs> what is that? What about yours? Hey, who you died and made you fucking king of the zombies? Oh, oh, no. Oh. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Right. Let's all try it together, shall we? One, 
two, three. <laughs> so yeah, we, we, we played that clip because it has two more uh, uh, of our favorite lines uh, that are used regularly in the Chris household, which is, you know, like a drunk who's lost a bet. <laughs> that comes up a lot and who died and made you king of the fucking zombies <laughs> that comes up a lot okay All right, guys, so I, need to, I need to hear your uh your fake zombie each one of you <laughs> All right. oh god yeah Right. See, we'd I mean be... that was that was good. That was terrifying. Yeah, we'd be all right. We'd be all right. But yeah, who died and made you king of the fucking zombies? Is, it's appropriate in so many different areas and occasions. So yeah, you know that's just that's just it. So yeah, so our our crew uh, they're ready to go. Um, we transition to them walking through the the herd of zombies. Um, you know there are many familiar faces in this crew. Uh, and uh, many familiar zombie faces from earlier scenes in the movie. We've got the twins. Uh, you know, we've got the teenagers. We, we've got everybody. Almost anybody and everybody you've seen previously is in this scene. Um, and a cool bit of trivia. They hired the extras for this by posting in a spaced uh, online forum uh, calling for extras. And they're all fans of spaced. And they got paid very little. <laughs> but they just wanted an opportunity to be in a movie with with their favorite show people. So um, that's how they, they got such a big, you know, a large turnout. Um, so they make it to the door of the Winchester, but it's locked. Um, you know, they're trying to be quiet, kind of. Um, <laughs> Sean's trying to talk through the, uh, the, the, the mail slot to see if John, the owner, is inside. Um, he's getting louder and louder. <laughs> right in the middle of that, uh, Ed gets a phone call from Noodles again. <laughs> <laughs> so we know at least at this point noodles is still alive um, we're going to find out later that he didn't make it but right now he's still alive uh and you know once again sorry i got nothing <laughs> so even through it all they, the the weed the weed people need the weed um this sends sean over the edge i mean he he everything that everybody's told him about ed comes to the forefront in his head because he is basically growing up and maturing before our eyes he realizes you know this is not good and he lays into ed like really hard um he knocks the phone out of his hand you know he he lays out that that often used speech about you know when everybody else called you an idiot i stood up for you kind of thing um you know but this has got to stop this is ridiculous um what of course happens is he's so loud he's screaming every zombie is staring at them now so i mean they cut to the zombies and they're all all the zombies are quiet it's almost like they were scared but they're all staring at the crew going ah lunch um so Pretty david much. who's been wanting to break the window gets he gets uh, the trash can he empties it and throws it through the window um uh, which in the end wasn't a bad idea um also wasn't a great idea oh no no it was stupid but yeah. you know look they're surrounded by zombies who knows who knows what they're thinking, but yeah, so he breaks the window. So, so Sean snaps back into reality and realizes he's got to distract the herd so that his friends can get into the Winchester. So he stands up and he, and he starts, um, you know, he starts yelling and screaming, uh, free lunch, free lunch, things like that. Uh, and he runs around the back cause there's a back door. He runs around the back and all the zombies follow him, which allows his friends to get in through the window. Um, I did see another outtake of this where in one take, he's sitting there screaming, uh, you know, about the free lunch stuff. And the zombies are coming at him. The extras are coming at him too fast. So, like, he, he doesn't even have room to jump down. And he's like, whoa, 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 back off, back off, folks. And they got to redo the whole thing. Um, so another bit of trivia. There is a character in space called Wheels, and I can't remember the actor's name. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, he was in The World's End. He was their weed connection in The World's End uh, that still was a regular person. He wasn't a robot. Uh, but he makes an appearance as a biker zombie, as a biker meaning a bicycle. So he's in a bicycle you know, rider's you know, outfit hmm. as a zombie with the helmet on in that scene. You see him on the right hmm. side of the screen. I can't remember the actor's name. Um, they make it inside, and they are now waiting for Sean. He's been gone 20 minutes. Uh, David, you know, little fuckface is 
you know, swears that he's not coming back. Uh, he he decides he wants to be the leader now, you know, in his own way. He starts coming up with ideas. And, you know, Liz Liz has faith in Sean at this point, And, uh, you know, she's basically pushing Dave, uh, David off just to have him calm down a little bit. Um, at, the, at, at some point, David even mentions that, you know, if Sean shows up, what is he going to have to do? He's, we're going to be eating peanuts in the dark. Um, he drops that little nugget. And Sean shows up. So, Joe, roll it. Okay. Nice of you to join us. Yeah, well, promised, didn't I? How did you lose them? I just gave them the slip. It wasn't difficult. They're not all that. Well, how did you get in? There is a back door, David. I tried to tell you before you went and smashed the window. Well, I wasn't the one who was blowing our cover by having a tiff with my boyfriend. He's not my boyfriend. I might be a bit warm, the cool is off. Thanks, babe. So, what's the plan then? Would anyone like a peanut? <laughs> so, so, yeah, uh, David wasn't wrong. Because <laughs> they're all sitting around in the dark and he's offering them peanuts. Um, but yeah, I love having a tip with your boyfriend. He's not my boyfriend. Thanks, love. <laughs> it's so smooth. It's so good. So, um, yeah, they're sitting around, uh, just killing time at this point. Um, you know, Sean asks Ed to do his Clyde, uh, but Ed's reluctant. They're all needling him to do it. And he, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a performing monkey comes up. We talked about that before. Uh, so he, he doesn't do it. Um, they notice that Sean notices that the streetlights have, have now come on. So power's back on at the grid, um, which is cool because, you know, you under normal circumstances, you wonder why the power would suddenly come back on. But based on what happens at the end of the movie, it makes total sense. Uh, and we'll get to that. Um, you know, so <laughs> Sean goes downstairs to turn the breakers on so that they can watch TV without, you know, turning lights on because they, they want to see if there's any news. Um, he flips some breakers and he accidentally turns on the breaker for the light over the back door and <laughs> the whole back door is covered in zombies. I mean, like they're all there. The shades up and there's like all the zombies are there. Uh, so he realizes he fucked up. He turns that light back off and pulls the shade down thinking that's going to make everything go away. Um, at the same time, the, the, the private door uh, for the, the owner's office is, is rattling and Sean doesn't even notice that. He kind of just walks by it. Um, there's nothing on TV, uh, cause all the stations are off the air. Uh, Ed walks up to Liz and, and asks him, asks her if she has a quid and you know, like she's not even thinking she's, Oh yeah. All right. Hold on. She gives him a quid. Um, Ed puts the money into the slot machine and it goes off and you know, the lights are blinking and the music's blaring and you know, <laughs> you see the zombies starting to come to the windows of the pub and we're like, fuck. Uh, and then this happens. So roll it.
this. Two seconds. Yes, yes, in the head. So I realized listening to that that a lot gets lost in translation um, in that scene. It's still but it's hilarious. A, it's still hilarious. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you know, John, the owner of the pub, he, he comes out of nowhere as a zombie, and they got to kill him. So they are beating him in in rhythm to "Don't Stop Me Now" by Queen. Yeah, um, among Which I other love things. That song. It's one of my favorite um, Queen songs. Was that? That's one of my favorite Queen songs. Oh no! Absolutely, oh, that yeah. might be my favorite, <laughs> uh, but or, or definitely it's top three. It's, yeah, it's definitely but, top three for sure. Yeah, but um, yeah, there's a lot going on there. At one point, Diane throws a dart and <laughs> she hits she hits Sean right in the head. So Sean's got a dart in his head. <laughs> um, it's really cool because the way they kill John is is Sean hits him with the rifle butt and pushes him into the jukebox and he gets electrocuted. Well, the actor. I don't remember the name of the movie, but the actor was in another movie where he died exactly the same way, and that's how they got the idea to do that. Um, he gets pushed into a jukebox and gets electrocuted. Not as a zombie, but his character did. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, but it, it's such a great scene. Uh, Joe had mentioned earlier that originally they, they, I think they wanted, no, was that the this, no, they did use this. They did use this song because they got Queen's permission. Um, you know, the, the boys of Queen were very happy to do it. They got yeah. paid handsomely for it, but they were very happy. Twenty thousand dollars for the right, exactly, or twenty thousand exactly. pounds. So I forgot they don't have dollars there. I thought a nice little touch was when D when David was in the back trying to hit the breakers to stop the jukebox. He kept turning the lights on and off, yeah. like the light show at a concert, and you saw the zombies like all looking in one direction, like the crowd at, a, at an outdoor concert <laughs> with the lights flashing on and off into their vacant eyes. And it's such a great little subtle thing, but it's so fucking smart. Um, so, yeah, that, that whole scene is genius, and, that, and that's why I, I wanted to play it so at least I could know what's going on. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> listeners, if you haven't seen it, it's just going to make you want to watch it. That's the bottom line. It's so line good. With that. It's definitely worth watching. Yeah. Yeah, so so yeah, they they you know, and at the end, Sean accidentally fires the rifle, and it cut off. It cut off before, but uh, you know, so so Ed says, you know, the big guy was right, and uh, Sean's like, he's right, but but dogs can look up, because that's been an <laughs> argument throughout the movie about dogs being able to look up or not, because a big owl says they can't. Um, it's pretty gross. Sean pulls the Sean because this is almost the last funny scene in the movie, like. Because everything from here gets really dark real quick. Um, mm -hmm. Sean pulls the dart from his head, and a big squirt of blood comes out of his head. Uh, so that dart was in there deep. And uh, so at this point, we also, with a really quick line, we understand how Liz is now back on Sean's side. Because Sean drops a quote from uh, uh, British poet uh, Bertram Russell about cooperation. I don't remember what he says. But... Liz knows that he read it on like a can of Guinness. <laughs> it's not like he knew the quote from school or anything. Guinness cold. She, she calls him on it privately and says, don't worry, I got your back. You know, like, mm. so she's, she's on his side. She, she knows that regardless of how this turns out, uh, she made the right call of going with him. And you can tell. Um, so, like, hell literally breaks, breaks loose at this point. Uh, the zombies start pushing their way in because uh, the window is barricaded, but poorly they're pushing their way in there. Banging on the glass of the other windows, um, you know. Barbara is not doing well at this point. Um, we're not sure why quite yet. We kind of know, but um, nobody within the movie knows yet. Um, Liz goes over to comfort Barbara, and that's when she sees that Barbara's got bit uh, uh, on her wrist uh, by the guy in the bathroom back at the house. Um, so we know it's bad. Barbara knows it's bad. Um, that. 
that bite, the, the placement of that bite is a nod to a movie by, um, it's actually by Peter Jackson called Dead Alive. Oh, Dead Alive. It is one of the best over-the-top crazy, like undead zombie movies ever made. There is more blood per gallon used in that movie than any movie ever. Okay. Um, it, is, it, 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 it has a zombie baby that goes around killing people. Yeah. Um, there, I can't even describe that flick. But in any case, Mother, who plays a, a pivotal role in that movie, gets bit by an undead uh, on her inside wrist. And that's what that, that, that placement is a nod to that. Uh, Edgar Wright put that in there. Um, so, yeah, they're coming in. Um, we find out that Sean, I referenced this earlier, he's a fucking stormtrooper. He can't hit shit. Um, not that any of them can, but he just, he's shooting randomly. He's, he's, not, he's just hitting walls and windows and everything. He can't hit shit. You know, they're around him calling out, like, placement, you know, 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock. Diane at one point goes, quarter to 12. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, and he's like, keep it simple. Um, he turns around and he realizes that his mom's not doing well. Something's wrong. He goes over there and, you know, he sees the bite now and he knows uh, things are going to go bad. Um, him, and, him and his mom have a touching moment and she passes. Uh, he's devastated. I found out that uh, the crying was real and at one point... Simon Pegg had to leave the set because yeah. it destroyed him for real. Um, that that he, he couldn't even continue to perform because it just drove home, I guess, a lot of personal stuff for him. Um, you, know, you, you caught that, Joe? You know, I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's crazy. Yep. Yep. Um, so in this, in this mess of everybody worrying about Barbara, David ends up with a gun. And he continuing to be the fuck face that he is. There's no other words for guy. Fuck pretentious, but he's a fuck face. That's what he is. Um, that's, that's grandma's favorite phrase, right, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> yes. My mom. My mom, when she's mad, she loves to drop the fuck face. I'll let you know that. Now. <laughs> that's <laughs> great. Just saying. To this day, she's in her 80s. Yeah. Fuck face will still come out <laughs> if, if it's warranted. All right? You do not want to be on the recipient end of fuck face. We'll leave it at that. All right? Um, so he's a fuckface. He and he, he's not wrong. He wants to shoot Barbara because he knows she's going to turn, and if she turns, she could potentially kill them all. But because he's this prick through the whole movie, there's no way that any of them pretty much are going to let him have that quote honor. Um, so they have a bit of a standoff. Uh, you know, he's got the gun pointed at, at Sean. Um, Ed's got a broken bottle pointed at at, at uh, David's neck. Um, Diane's got a broken bottle pointed at Sean's neck. You know, they're all screaming at each other, uh, trying to figure out what's going on. And um, I guess you can roll the clip now, Joe. I don't know if I'm doing it prematurely, but just roll it. Yeah! She's not your mom anymore! In a minute, she'll be just another zombie! Don't say that! We're not using the dead word! Please, can we just calm the fuck down? Thank you. And I, I use that. Uh, I had that one added because, once again, please, can we just calm the fuck down? Also gets used in our house quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> We're not Yell, using this Edward. Yeah. Yell just like that. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, so Liz tries to calm the situation down. Um, you know, Barbara stands up. Sean has the gun now. Everybody calms down a little bit. Uh, Barbara stands up. And he lays her out. And again, this is a straight up, you know, serious scene. And it's tough to watch because it's graphic. And, you know, he, he plugs her in the head. And he, puts, he has to put his own mom down. And it's, it's serious and nothing but. And it's devastating. Obviously, based on what we said for the actors, but for the audience as well. It's, it was awful. Um, and it's definitely very serious. So... Uh, yeah, he, he does it. It's again, it's brutal to watch. Um, yeah, David, this, is, this is rough stuff, yeah. man. Like, right? it gets right, uh, uh, goes from zero to 60 on the serious, uh, you know, content. Oh, yeah, the rest of the Winchester is just shit after shit after shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, so you know, David smugly says, Oh, it was the right thing to do, and Sean just clocks him. You know, Sean has probably never had a fight in his life, man. He lays him out. 
<laughs> with a fucking like a right hook. Uh, David goes down, and this motherfucker grabs the rifle, aims it at Sean, and he fucking pulls the trigger. Yeah. Yep. All right. So that's how. This is like you're right from zero to sixty. This turn, there is no comedy here whatsoever. He pulls the fucking trigger. Yeah. And you know it's empty. But so what? You know. Um, he, he he comes to his senses, I guess, in a way, because he, he knows that his only choice now is to leave, David. Um, you know, because he realizes how wrong he was. But you know, he he, he gets to the to the to the window. It's one of the closed windows. But he's standing there at the window, and he's about to apologize to Sean. It, it's fucking meaningless in my eyes, but he's about to apologize to him. But the window busts open, and the zombies grab him, and they pull him out the window, and they proceed to tear him apart and it's almost a frame for frame remake of uh land of the dead cap i can't remember the captain's name when he gets torn apart and because the, the captain in land of the dead he played the same kind of prick he was a ruthless oh, you mean the day, day of the day dead. of the dead sorry yeah. day of the dead yeah i was like what the hell i forgot the actor's name <laughs> right but he plays the same he's just a ruthless you know prick and he gets torn mm-hmm. apart exactly like david does so it's again it's another yeah. nod uh, in, in a very respectful way. Um, yeah, it's like Tom Savini level of uh, yeah, special right. effects in this scene. Fuck it's really yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Um, so, yeah, he gets torn to pieces. Um, I, I believe Diane has one leg um, or an arm. She has an arm. Um, and Liz and Sean have legs, and everything comes apart at once. So they've all got limbs in their hand. Um, <laughs> and, and David's gone. He's gone. Uh Liz, I mean, Liz, Diane is devastated by this, and she actually opens the front door and runs out. Um, we never with see. His leg. <laughs> his with his leg. With his leg. Beating, <laughs> she's beating zombies with his leg. Exactly. Yep. Okay? And uh, we never see Diane again. We assume she's dead. But there was a comic that was done, I believe, for the DVD release. Yep. There's a one-off comic. And what, who, who is that? Do you know what, it's, what it was about? Anybody? What, what the what the comic is describes? Yeah, show, showing how Diane survives. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she got through the herd. She climbed up a tree and fell asleep. Yeah. And and the the, the town <laughs> that part of town was deserted. Yeah. And then she she survives by eating David's leg. Right. Like, yep. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a DVD extra. I think Lucy Davis narrates it, if I remember okay. correctly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So Diane survives. She she's a survivor. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, so she's gone. Um, at this point, <laughs> coming in the back door of the pub is Pete, fully mm-hmm. naked, zombified Pete. Um, and <laughs> this is, this is the reaction. So please play this, Joe. Johnny, look who it is. Fuck a doodle doo. <laughs> <laughs> This is so great. And, you know, that ties directly into Pete's phrase um, when he's talking about how, you know, uh, Ed was funny five years ago. He's like, fuck a doodle doo. So, yeah. Um, So, you know, Sean, everything's, Sean's getting better at everything, man. He one shots Pete right in the head. But before this happens, while Ed is holding Pete, uh, he gets jumped from behind by, I believe, the Kakosato maniac. Um, Yes. Uh, It it is. No, it was uh, Bernie. John's trophy wife. Oh, right. John's trophy wife. You're correct. Yes, you're right. Uh, she bites him in the neck, and uh, Pete gets a chunk of his arm. Uh, Sean then shoots Pete uh, square in the, in the head, so Pete's gone. Uh, but now, you know, Ed, we're sad because Ed, you know, we know what's going to happen. I mean, he's going to be a zombie. It suck. Uh, they, they jump over the bar. Uh, first, Liz and Sean do. And then uh, Ed makes it over the bar in, in bad shape. Uh, so they're behind the bar, you know, so they're protected a little bit from the zombies. Uh, Sean stands up and he pours uh, the alcohol across the bar and lights it. So they've got a, basically a fire barrier. Um, but they realize they left the box of shells on the bar. <laughs> so they're, they're, the rifle's pretty much useless. At the same time, the... Um, at, yeah, at the same time, the from the back of the bar, the zombies make their way in. And that's where we see the Caucasus Automaniac. <laughs> mm-hmm. she, she is coming at them. Um, 
and Sean just yells, you know, oh, give us a fucking break. And just as he says that, one of the shells start popping off from the heat of the fire. And one of them ricochets three times and hits her right in, square in the head, um, which gives them the opportunity to get into the basement because they're right. The basement opening is right there, but they can't get in because they're coming. So they make it down into the basement, the three of them. They close the door, but they know they still don't have much time left. Um, Sean is lamenting his choices, but Liz, and again, she's on board with him at this point. She lets him know that he did well. She, he, he made decisions, which he had never done before. He made his choices, right or wrong. At least he did something. He's one of the ones that did something. And they're basically falling back in love, or she's falling back in love with him because he always loved her. Um, they have a pretty, you know, it's kind of funny, but kind of graphic conversation about murder-suicide because there's only two shells left. Yeah. Um, you know, and neither of them, in the end, they realize that neither of them can really do it. Um, you know, Ed is in really bad shape. They decide uh, to, you know, go out having a smoke, even though, you know, Sean quit uh, the day before. Um, as they light the lighter, they see the button for the lift that goes from the basement to the street level, and they realize they can get out. Uh, so before that happens, Sean goes to have a heart-to-heart conversation with Ed. Um, you know, he goes to help him, but realizes he's too far gone. So uh, roll that clip, Joe. Ed, I'm sorry. What for? Because, you know, I was shouting at you and that earlier on. It's all right. I'm sorry, too. It's okay. No, I'm sorry, Sean. Oh, God, God. That's not funny. Stop doing it when you stop laughing. I'm not laughing. Stop yeah, doing it so, when you stop laughing. I know, and uh, it, it's, it's poignant and sad and funny all at the same time. Uh, he's saying goodbye. And he says goodbye by dropping another fucking stinky fart. Um, it's typical Ed. Uh, so uh, Sean and Liz grab the button they press the button they lift up onto the street there's zombies everywhere Uh, in the background uh, behind them as they as they step onto the sidewalk is um, what's his name from Coldplay Chris uh, what's his name the lead singer Chris Chris Martin Chris Martin as a zombie uh, is there Uh, I never knew that yeah 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 he's right in the background he's in the background when you see him you go oh yeah it's Chris Martin Um, you know, because he 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 pops up real quick later, but they they wanted him. You know, he wanted to be part of it. So, huh. um, you know, so as they're ready to fight, they're they're lifting their their weapons. They're ready to fight, and the lights come on, and the army very inefficiently <laughs> starts hosing these zombies down. They're wasting <laughs> a lot of bullets. You would think at this point they know headshots only, uh, but they wouldn't survive five minutes in The Walking Dead. I'll let you know that. Um, you know, because they're it's just such a beautiful overkill scene. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But you know, uh, so yeah, the army come, they come in and save the day. Um, so you know, for the third time, Liz and 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 Sean bump into Yvonne, and you know, to, we want to keep things consistent. So how are you doing? We're surviving. Um, and then uh, Sean and Liz they hold hands and they they walk away. Uh, so we're at the end. I want to just let the end clip play. Most of it will make sense. It'll sort of be one of those things you might not get everything, but uh, it's a little long, but it's worth it. This is the end scene. Uh, So, Joe, roll it. Next, we'll hear the story of 10-year-old Enrique Ramirez who fought off the reanimated corpses of his entire family. It's all coming right up on Zombies from Hell. Six months on, and to many, the events of Z-Day must seem like a bad dream. And as we now know, the phenomenon resulted from the use of highly... Not something I've expected as a newscaster to ever have to say on air. Removing the head or destroying the brain. Incredible. Dead excited now to have a top band with us talking about their work for the charity Zombaid called... The fact that the mobile deceased retained their primal instincts makes them ideal recruitment for the service industry, as well as proving themselves useful in other roles, such as... <laughs> he can't quite get it! Oh, he's fallen! He's down! He's down! <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong with it, but I know that some people would see something wrong with it. But he's my husband, you know? 
I still love him. I've still got the ring on my finger, Trisha. You go to bed with it? Hello. What's the plan then? Right, um, I'll cup of tea. Then um, we'll get the Sundays. Head down to Phoenix for a roast. Veg out in the pub for a bit. Then wander home, watch a bit of telly, you go to bed. Perfect. I'll get the kettle on. Can I have two sugars, please? Ooh, adventurous. Actually, I might pop into the garden for a bit. Go on, then. Two seconds. Player two has entered the game. So uh, we come to the end. So there's a lot going on there. Real quick, there's a little montage of TV shows. Um, you know, uh, Liz mentions as part of what they're going to do is they're going to go down to the Phoenix. Uh, the Phoenix is actually the rebuilt Winchester. Uh, the Winchester burned to the ground because they lit it on fire, and it was rebuilt <laughs> and called the Phoenix, appropriately so. Uh, so that's where they're going to hang out. Um, and that is uh, Shaun of the Dead, folks. That's what we got. So... Um, we want to uh, we want to do our ratings, boys. Sure. All right, uh, Joe, you still awake? I am. Um, All right. <laughs> you got to give me a second to transition the music here because I was uh, going to. We got to do what? Roll. Sorry, I was going to let that roll for a second. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so I, I rushed change. it. I'm like, I'm like, Doug, you're not going to talk for a little longer? That's not like you. Come on, bro. Hey, look, I'm trying to keep this on the three. Listen, I'm trying to keep this on the three, 20 Joe. minutes, 20 right? minutes before we got to ratings. Just like Sean, this is the new me, baby. All right. <laughs> I am a movie critic by trade, and until recently, I got paid to tell you people which movies merely stink and which ones you shouldn't screen near an open flame. Well, I'm putting the burden of lousy movies back on you. It's very simple. If you stop going to bad movies, they'll stop making bad movies. If the movie used to be a TV show, just don't go. After Roman numeral two, give it a rest. If it's a remake of a classic, rent the classic. Tell them you want stories about people, not a hundred million dollars of stunts and explosives. People, it's up to you. If the movie stinks, just don't go. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Are you not entertained? So, you want to uh, you want to go first, Joe? Yeah, I'll go first. This movie, while being. Uh, People know this about me that uh, horror is not necessarily my genre. Uh, but then again, this isn't necessarily a podcast about what I like. That was last episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do very much so appreciate the fact that they didn't just make this your typical horror film, but they actually did something unique and interesting with it and uh, made it really fun also. Um, yep. Massive fan of Simon Pegg, massive fan of Nick Frost, massive fan of almost everything uh, British too. So I, I'm really on board with this, and uh, I think I'm gonna give this a 4.3. Nice. All right, I like that. I dig that. That's excellent. Um, yeah. All right. So Tim, what do you got? Hmm? Um, well, it is my favorite movie uh, of all time. So it, you know, it definitely is is up there. Uh, in terms of what I would give it, um, I think it is a perfectly paced movie. Um, the writing is brilliant. Every scene has something memorable about it. Uh, nothing overstays its welcome. I, I literally, even watching it today, I can't think of a scene that I would cut or trim. 
Um, it has the perfect blend of comedy and, uh, you know, pretty dramatic moments. Um, and, you know, being the start of the Cornetto trilogy, I would say Hot Fuzz is probably the better movie, but this is my favorite of them. Yep. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not going to give it a perfect score because I don't know that any movie is perfect, but I would still probably say a 4.8. Yeah. I mean, it's it's as close to a perfect movie for me as I could possibly think. That is totally fair and, and absolutely understandable. I dig it. Um, what do you got, Eric? Okay, so this, like I said before, I can only think of two others that I, you know, that fit the same kind of mold, that horror comedy that I like as much, and that's Evil Dead 2 and uh, American Werewolf in London. Um, it's just so sharp. It's so smartly written. Um, it has something to say, uh, which is unique for, you know, a comedy, especially a horror comedy. Um and and I agree with Tim, man. Like the pacing is spot on. Um, it's it's a good way you put it that nothing really overstates its welcome. Um, it's a lot of quick hits, and it and it still holds up. I'm giving this a four point five. Nice, um, nice. One of one of my highest ratings, man. Like this is just yeah. this checks all it's the a boxes great for movie. me. Yep. All right, that's excellent. So, um, I mean, everything I'm thinking is pretty much been said by. These three, um, it's, you know, as far as a comedy goes, well, comedy slash horror, um, it's probably my favorite. It might not be my favorite movie overall of all time, but it's it's up there. Um, so I'm also going to give it a 4.8 like Tim. I mean, mm-hmm. I, it's not perfect, Excellent. but no movie is. But for me, you know, for sentimental reasons, for quotable reasons, and for just quality reasons, um, it sits mm-hmm. up there for me. So yeah, that's that's definitely definitely what I got. Awesome. Yeah, this is just a great overall movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's it. It, it. It's a it's a great flick. We can't obviously by the ratings, four of us can't recommend it enough. We really think if you haven't seen it, uh, take the time. It's not even that long. It's an hour and thirty nine minutes with credits. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, th- I would definitely get on it. And then I'll tell you what, it's a gateway drug because you're going to want to watch Hot Fuzz. Yep. And I completely agree with Tim. Hot Fuzz is the better movie in the sense of its pacing, even though this is paced so well. But it, this is still my favorite, too, of the three. Uh, but then you'll get Hot Fuzz, you'll get World's End. And again, you know, with uh, Edgar Wright, you go on to Baby Driver and Scott Pilgrim and. You know, it's also a fantastic know. horror gateway too, man. Like you, yes. you know, yes. to appreciate oh, yeah. all these references, you got to watch all these old Romero flicks that you know maybe yes, flew under definitely. the radar. And one of the coolest things for me about this movie is that they showed it to George Romero. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and he was a fan. He he liked it so much that he brought oh, Edgar yeah. Wright and Simon Pegg into uh, one of his movies after Shaun of the Dead, which was uh, Land of the Dead. And yeah. they make mm-hmm. cameos as, as zombies in that movie. So that was kind yeah. of a cool bow on the whole thing, you know? Very true. Definitely. Very true. So, yeah. So people people check it out. And if you haven't seen it and you do watch it, please uh, join the Facebook group and uh, and let us know. Let us know what you thought. Um, you know, we really want to get, you know, some interaction uh, between, you know, our listeners and us. Uh, so in this case, watch it if you haven't. And if you ha- even if you have, please let us know what you think, you know, what you agreed with, what you disagreed with. Uh, let's get some dialogue going. So, yeah, we do have a Facebook group, uh, Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Uh, just search for it and join up. Uh, we definitely look forward to having you on that. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty much it. So, I mean, we got some plugs. Um well- we also got another movie coming up next. Next. Oh time. yeah, why don't we why don't we do that first? Yeah, I'm always jumping ahead, Joe. Sorry. I know, I know. I'm just waiting for my chance to talk. I didn't want to cut you off. There. All right, listen there, big boy. <laughs> I know right? I've been talking so I was much pretty tonight. Good tonight. I was pretty magnanimous and pretty pretty sharing tonight. I'm pretty right? I'm pretty drunk tonight. <laughs> I learned I learned my fucking lesson. Okay? I like the episodes where I don't have to lead because I could get drunk. Oh, I understand. <laughs> I know. I know. Hey. It's nice to take oh, a night man. off and just yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't so, think I got a lead for the next like four episodes too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you got a, you got a good schedule. There. You worked that out well. Oh, um, I love. All it. right, yeah. So what what's our next movie? Our next movie is another one of the uh, that that franchise that's um, 
about space. Uh, <laughs> what's fuck? What's it called again? <laughs> it's called the, the Star Wars. <laughs> oh, Wars or Star Wars? The yes, Star Wars. Yes. No. Yeah. We'll be doing the um, episode V. <laughs> I'm not good at Roman the, uh, numerals. Empire's what's what's a V? That's like 27, that's right? A, yes. Yeah, something like, that, something like that. It's like a Super Bowl or something at this point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's an early Super Bowl. We're doing the uh, 1980 classic, The Empire Strikes Back, which is probably the best Star Wars movie. Yeah, that's a, that's a common hey. opinion, and I don't disagree. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Um, and we will have a special guest, hopefully, on that oh, episode. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Travis Butler, who is a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, and for you Florida folks, he is the uh, sales guy for uh, Tom and Dan, Mediocre Time with Tom and Dan. So... Uh, We'll have some fun talking to him about Empire Strikes Back. He has also gotten into making his own Star Wars props. And They're I had so the, badass. Uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll share a picture in the group. I obtained a prop from him from The Mandalorian. It's a uh, it's a Stormtrooper helmet on a spike. Can't ask for better oh, than that. That's oh, wow. cool. So <laughs> cool. Yeah, I've been, I've been following him on Facebook making them, and I'm like, oh, they're so fucking cool. <laughs> I nice, got the spike. Nice. So, uh, yeah, next time, join us for Empire Strikes Back. We'll get into it. And uh, until then, oh, it's plug time. See, I'm jumping ahead, too. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Sorry. <laughs> Shit. So, uh, what, do you, what do you got to plug, Eric? All right. Uh, for me, it's artofericpabone.com, P-A-B-O-N. Uh, I have prints for sale, sci-fi, comic book, nerd, 80s stuff. Uh, if that's your jam, take a look. I might have something for you. If you need commissioned art, custom art, family portraits, anything of that nature, uh, send me a message and we can work something yep. out. All right. Uh, Joe, what do you got? Well, <laughs> let me tell you all about this little uh, thing we got going on. Joe's drunk, sexy voice. <laughs> yeah, you know it. Hey, duh. hey, Mr. Chris, what's going on? <laughs> oh no, God. Uh, now he's he's del- delving into the MSR stuff. Joe, just yeah. talk. If, man. if, if you want to, if you want to hear more from myself and Mr. Christ, and you know, every once in a while, Eric and some other guys who show up every once in a while, even less than anyone else, uh, RJ and, and uh, Will, <laughs> yeah. you could listen to the Just Surprise Me podcast. Uh, it's everywhere you get podcasts. At. I I was like, like when people say like, it's wherever you find podcasts. I mean. Yeah, that's kind of how podcasts work. Exactly. <laughs> I never understood yeah. that. They're like, well, you can find it on Apple Podcasts. Yes, that's where you find podcasts. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, but uh, also, I, I do make guitar pedals as well as Mr. Mr. Doug. Uh, mine's called Like My Pedals, uh, you know, because you can like them, even though that's not what that actually means. But yeah, I'm going to go with that. That's a different story for a different time. <laughs> like <Yeah>. my... <laughs> Dougie? Um, yeah, so... I first have to just completely say that Eric's art is amazing. I ordered myself a print. Uh, I can't wait to get it and hang it on the wall. So check his stuff out. Um, Joe's pedals are off the fucking wall amazing. Uh, the artwork and the quality and the uh, just what they do, amazing shit. So uh, I am the head muckety muck at 37FX, maker of the Fat Guy Little Coat Fuzz, uh, Tiny Box, Big Sound. Um, I'm about a month out for my second uh, pedal, Tombstone, Trouble Boost. Uh, you can see a theme going there. It's movie-related, so it kind of ties into this. Uh, you can find me at 37fx.com. That's the word 30, the number 7fx.com. And uh, I think that's it, boys. But does Tim have anything he wants to plug? Oh, yeah. That's true. That <laughs> uh, really no, I don't have anything. Me. I just uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. It was a real fun time. Can you make something up? Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so I I uh, taxidermize roadkill. Nice, and uh, so I have a I have a taxidermy business, uh, and you can find it online, but you'll have to dig for it. Uh, but yeah, no, I just I appreciate you guys having me on. It was a really fun time. Uh, definitely uh, a fitting movie uh, to talk about. How do you feel about Brooke Shields? All right, I don't even <laughs> listen. That's I don't a step even know mom. if he knows the story, so we're gonna take a step back, Joe. <laughs> We're gonna take. I, I know the gl- like glimpses yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. But that's, I've yeah. kept them in the dark. All right, Joe. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> I can't resist. <laughs> anyway. 
Yeah, move along here. Nothing to say. <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> um, now, yeah. Tim, it was great having uh, you, man. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Yeah, it was awesome. I appreciate it. It was a great time. Uh, it really was for us too, man. I, I again, mm. I, I was excited about it. I was so thrilled. This is this is a great night for me. That's all I'll say. Definitely. That's awesome. You know? All right. All right, folks. Well, gentlemen, it's that time again. We like to say lights, camera, fuck off.